Good afternoon and welcome to the Luxembourg PEVC Stories of the LPA. Today we will host Stephanie Delberdange, head of the SOFINA office in Luxembourg. Hi Stephanie, how are you? Uh, fine, thank you Stéphane. Um, feeling a bit stressed, but I, I'm sure you will do everything to relax me. And, um, and also dressed, you know, after one year home officing, I'm dressed today just for you. It's a great pleasure to have you here today with us. And Thank also you. just a quick reminder to, to our audience, don't hesitate to ask uh, some questions to Stephanie via the chat functional Q&A button. As usual, we will record this one and upload it on our classical platforms, including YouTube, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So then without further ado, Stephanie, the floor is yours. And what can you tell us about your firm, about Sofina? How, when, and who started this adventure? Yeah, so I start with a small disclaimer for my compliance officer. Every fact and figures I will mention, uh, I take responsibility. Uh, Sofina is a, a Belgian listed investment entity. Um, and so, you know, we have to pay attention and, and perhaps I will, my, my figures will be ap approximation. Um, but so the story of Sofina started a long time ago. Uh, more than 120 years ago in Belgium, but our majority shareholder, the Boel family, initially entered the capital uh, in the 50s and become majority shareholder in the 80s, 90s. Um, so their initial business was um, the steel industry. So well known in uh, Luxembourg too, uh, was uh, the Arbet. Um, but then um, it has shifted uh, to, to this investment company where for years the, the main activity was um, gross investment, direct investment, mainly focused in uh, Europe and in unlisted entity. Um, so to give, uh, provide some uh, example, in the 70s, we invested in Colroyd, so you know the, the, the market. We are, they are present in uh, Luxembourg. Of course, you know Danone, uh, and better know even in Luxembourg, SES. We have, a, have been a very long-term uh, shareholder of uh, SES. And we do not forget uh, another uh, member of the association, Luxembourg. Sofina is a shareholder, and even more than that, uh, we are close friends uh, with Luxembourg. So that's the, the initial uh, investment style and, and long-term style of uh, Sofina. Um, since I am responsible for the, the investment fund activity, perhaps just a, a starting point on that and on the history, our first investment in a private equity fund was in the late 70s. I was not at Sofina at that time, of course. And we invested a small commitment in what was at the time TA Advent. Um, so that's the starting point of the history of uh, Sofina. Now Sofina is uh, yeah, much bigger um, with a strategy that is not only the, the long-term direct investing, 
but also the, the portfolio of fund has become uh, bigger and bigger. It's now about 35% of Sofina NAV, so between three and four billion. Um, and we have developed since eight years, approximately, um, a Sofina growth business. So there it's more on the venture growth side, uh, investing close to some of our friend uh, GP, uh, close GP relationship in uh, fast growing businesses, mainly in Europe and in Asia, but we have done some great deals so far um, in the US too. An impressive history, exactly, Stephanie. Wow, and very prolific activities and also showing the capacity of continuously evolving. I mean, you highlighted certainly the investment activities. Um, how could we describe, for example, the core philosophy of Sofina? Yeah, so what is very important uh, at Sofina, the majority uh, shareholder is a family. Uh, so we have that long-term spirit. Um, our motto is purpose and patience. Um, so we are investing close to uh, in entrepreneurs that are close to our mindset um, and we take the time and that's very important. Sofina has a very long story and so we came across great time but also difficult time. Uh, the crisis of the 80s, the, the, the 2000 bubble, uh, 2008 and more recently the, the, the COVID. And so I think that's very important. That's our DNA. Yeah, we we are close to the entrepreneur. We understand them. Um, Sofina is a family of entrepreneurs. Um, and yes, we, we take the time. You mentioned a few very interesting investments. Uh, concerning the sectors, which ones are you particularly following nowadays and investing in? And is there any recent and specific deal you would like to highlight now? Yeah. Um... So we have been more and more specific uh, in our sector focus. So today we have uh, four sectors we are following. So uh, consumer, healthcare, uh, digital, so let's say tech um, and education. Um, if I have to mention some deals and good examples, um, the hub group, so THG is, is not a recent one, or, for the older one uh, is perhaps recent, but we initially invest, I think, five, six years ago, starting with a small, so-called small, 40 million pounds. Uh, so typically what we love to do, uh, backing an entrepreneur, so the other group, if you are not familiar, it's this uh, UK marketplace where you can find, you know, protein for sport people. Uh, but also uh, makeup, uh, shampoo, those kind of things. They have different websites. Uh, the company has been very successful. There were different fundraising and Sofina has been supportive um, yeah, across, since we started the relationship, we, we have supported the business, allowed the business to grow. And Biat has been so far a real success. And, um, the IPO of uh, the group took place in September uh, and Sofina was there for the IPO and we are still there on the board. Um, 
representing Sofina and, and making sure that, yeah, we, we can add value to the business. And so that's typically what we love to do today, perhaps start small and then grow the business uh, like the, the entrepreneur want to grow it and, and grow the position. You are leading the Luxembourg office and you also mentioned uh, Sofina as a uh, listed entity. So how does now the setup of your group look like? Where are your main offices and globally, how many persons do work for Sofina? Yeah, so I think globally we are something like 70 people today. Um, the main office uh, starting there is in Brussels, a bit less than 50 people. Uh, investment professional um, and everything. We opened an office in Singapore, I think eight years ago. Uh, just one guy from, from Brussels and he, he has been very successful. Sophina has been successful. And now the team is, I think more than 10 people today. And at Sophina Luxembourg, we are, I think today 12. But recruiting, so I never know if it's you know 11, 14. Um, the setup, something very important, and the service provider working or trying to work for Sofina know that well, is we we love the homemade. So we have in Brussels, Luxembourg, all the office. We have our tax expert, we have our legal team, accounting team. So we have not delegated a lot of services. And for that, you have to have real talentuous people. And we have the type of people in, yeah, in the accounting, middle office, uh, legal team, tax, and of course, in the front office, um, we have all the type of people um, with great talent at Sofina. I, I think we, we all like the well done and homemade uh, services and also expertise. You mentioned now the Luxembourg office, the operating model. I mean, that's quite clear. But um, what is now the exact composition of your team locally? Are you more uh, with uh, deal specialists and analysts here? Is it a middle office? What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so um, first, it's a, it's a great team working together. We, we are, yeah, not sharing office with Luxembourg, but we are neighbor. Um, and so we all work and collaborate together. We have a back office, middle office. We have a legal team. Uh, and then when I say legal team, they are taking the, the, the whole range of what can do a legal team, dealing with the CSSF, uh, those kind of, let's say Luxembourg uh, uh, regulation type of things, but they are also working on the deals. Uh, so making the, the real due diligence. And what I love to hear from our legal counsel uh, coming from a lawyer office, yeah, wow, at Sofina, I can see a deal from A to Z. Uh, that's the nice of it. I understand the full process. And of course, I will insist a bit more on uh, the investment team. Uh, today, five people and recruiting uh, uh, an associate, looking for one. Um, I should say, when I arrived 15 years ago, I was alone uh, in Luxembourg. We have grown the team and we have very high profile team uh, at Sofina uh, with diversity, of course, a bit more 
Belgian and French, as you can imagine. And um, if you are interested, I have to mention that French people are not allowed in a Belgian company to, to discuss soccer. That's something we have to insist on. Um, but we had already Indian in the team. We have the chance to have a Luxembourg guy, um, woman, man, uh, all very nice person, but I insist on the fact very high profile. And I think it jumped on one of your question of the, the, the challenge. They are difficult to recruit those very high profile, the, the, the best French business school, the best French engineer. And you know, it's difficult to say that, but how good they can be, um, people with an MBA. So we have really a great team uh, and very performant, really passionate. And I'm lucky enough that they are all really funny and not arrogant, like, um, yeah, they, they could be, but they are not. So a, a great team working on yeah. So really then a great and talented team, as you say. And yeah. uh, even if we promise to not speak about soccer soon, that is absolutely understood. Uh, concerning the functions you mentioned, I mean, also including then that investment team, would other um, new opportunities make sense in Luxembourg? For example, would you, uh, for example, launch an IR team, investment relations or investor relations and fundraising team? Is that something you already have in mind or uh, already in place? Yeah, so like Sofina is an evergreen, so-called evergreen vehicle uh, fundraising does not make much of sense. Uh, if we have a new function, I would not say it's typically in, in Luxembourg, but perhaps for the group, we should think about something like investor relation marketing, because yes, even to, to publish, you know, your annual report and type of things, I can imagine my legal team saying, oh no, do not speak annual report. Um, so somebody taking care of that could make sense in, in the coming years. But really the focus today is to, to be on the, the investment team profile, um, the, the finance and the legal team. It's there that we have to make the effort. Completely makes sense for the evergreen parts. And uh, uh, the LPA is also ready to help out, to attract more talents. That's why we started the job fair. We do trainings with the academy and uh, other programs also we have in mind. So let's uh, really exchange on those very important topics. But as you said, this is very strategic for the continuity and of uh, the success of Luxembourg then. Yeah, sure, sure it's important. And last year, what happened at Sofina? I mean, it was a complicated year globally, but uh, I can imagine. Uh, what can you share with us on that one? Yeah, so in, in March, of course, we all, <laughs> um, but we have been, we have to say we have been lucky. Um, Sophie and I had a very good year last year. Um, now lucky, but uh, we have to say for the team and the team globally, people work hard. They were very resilient because they were at home and they su succeed to yeah, continue working efficiently. Um, yeah, so I mean, in terms of uh, human resources, uh, I was super surprised and we were super pr proud to see that the people continue to connect together, 
uh, and lucky also because of our portfolio composition with uh, uh, an angle on uh, the US, uh, Asia, and um, important tech part, the recovery of the Asia and the US market has benefits Sofina, of course. And um, yes, but that's mean also, as I, as I said, um, we are an investor in more than 100 fund relationship, I think today. Um, and the fundraising last year, and it continues this year has just been crazy. So with the first uh, COVID wave in March, it did not decrease at all the level of, um, of fundraising of our GP uh, in Asia and in, in the US. So some great resilience and also aligned interest within the team and the group. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, concerning your ESG policy and strategy, what can you tell us about that? How active are you? We are quite active today. Um, we are part of the uh, UNPRI. Uh, we are reviewing now our, all our portfolio, existing portfolio uh, company with a specific uh, ESG framework. Uh, we took a lot of time to, to, to make that properly. Um, and now every new uh, investment we consider, we keep that in mind and, and it's something that the, we are working on it, and it's something important for Sofina. Um, now, we keep our eyes open, you know, we, we remain flexible, and we don't want to be those uh, tick-the-box people. Um, of course, when you invest in a startup, uh, if the first question is, can we see your ESG policy? Sorry, we are three people here. <laughs> So we try to, to be open-minded and understand that it's not a tick the box, but a real ESG mindset that line behind the company we are invested in, the entrepreneurs. Um, beside that, speaking ESG, um, Sofina has created a, um, a platform for talent. So in, in Belgium, we are sponsoring young people um, so we, we help young people to to access the best school um, to, to, to the promising people to to be able to become a doctor or something like that so it, it's a great project uh, animated by a great team at Sofina and this year we have launched also a specific COVID fund um, and so it has been quickly invested but Sofina committed 20 million uh, this year to this uh, COVID fund to, to yeah, help where it can. So it's also an important part of our mindset to, to be able to, to help the community, to support the community. Doing good in complicated times, we understand. It's a really great example. Um, how do you see Luxembourg ecosystem and infrastructure right now? What should we upgrade further? And I would also add then the question in the Q&A, how do you see the future of the P offices in Luxembourg? Uh, from a regulator service provider perspective, I think in, in Luxembourg, we are really at, at, at the top. Um, great service in the big four lawyer firm, 
CSSF, uh, so an excellent setup. Um, where I think we have to work further is uh, to attract really the, 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 the real investors. Um, we have, and, and I think I thanked LPEA for that. You, you are really playing a key role on that. And I think it has really improved those last years. Um, the, the, the Luxembourg image of, uh, you know, it's, it's just a big back office, not at all. It's a fantastic city. It's a fantastic country. And we have everything to, to attract talent. And to reply to the question, I think what will help us attracting more talent and be flexible in the future, um, this crisis has learned us to work uh, with more flexibility. And uh, I think that flexibility will allow for more high profile to, to, you know, consider Luxembourg. Okay, I want to be based in Paris, but uh, I spend four days a, a week in Luxembourg and then back in Paris, and I can work from home from Paris a days a week. That's fine for me. That's a good compromise. Same for London, Berlin, something like that. So I think that the working from home um, will will add positive things to Luxembourg. Of course, the, the crisis in Luxembourg remain a, a, a challenge also to attract young talent. That's, <laughs> yeah, but that's not my role to discuss that. <laughs> We will certainly keep that in mind that it's absolutely a fact. So that's a kind of obstacle where we have to work on, but also thanks for then uh, the compliments and also uh, for the efforts then we can deploy thanks to you and the other members of the association in order to make that also happen and a reality in the future. Um, now, if you want, we can move on to the more personal questions. And uh, we would be very interested, Stephanie. So what did you study and where did you start your career? Yeah, so study is a long time ago. Um, I have a master's degree from a business school in uh, Belgium. And I start my career directly in uh, Luxembourg 20 years ago. <clears throat> um, I started in a bank two years and quickly I get bored, I have to say. Um, and so my option at the university was Reviseur d'Entreprise and, and I decided to move to what was still at the time the, the big five. Do you remember the big five? Um, and to become a Reviseur. So uh, I moved to KPMG, uh, spent six years there. I think in six months I learned more that what I could learn in 10 years in a bank. Uh, it has been a fantastic experience for a lot of reasons. Um, you work a lot, you learn a lot. Um, you are young, very young, you know, you, you are in front. Uh, I can remember being with my management letter, you know, in a bank. You go with your management letter to, to people like Claude Marx. I, I said a, a true story. I was 28 years old with my management letter in front of Claude Marx. You know, you, you learn quickly then, huh? because <laughs> he's not taking all the point that easy. So 
it, it's an excellent school to 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 learn to learn quickly to learn a lot of perspective so thank you kpmg for that um and the best was of course to to learn uh, great people and uh, yeah most of my friends i think in luxembourg i, I are, are still from uh, kpmg and uh, funny enough luxembourg is small i i used to share the audit room with uh, olivier kukelbert and michael tabar uh, and share not only the audit room but sometimes drinks and others so we were working very very hard but uh, in a fantastic um, environment with fantastic people so very good souvenir there and then i start sofina 15 years ago wow and um it, it has been quite a surprise i was leaving kpmg not dreaming of becoming a, a, an auditor internal auditor or something like that uh, i was dreaming of doing investments but that was difficult at that time in luxembourg and so Sofina came to me with a deal. Uh, they were creating in C a CICAR uh, in Luxembourg. So they had just two accountants and assistant, and they needed to professionalize, you know, to have a proper setup, good processes. And so the profile of the Reviseur d'entreprise KPMG manager was perfect. So the, the, the offer, the present, the counterparty of that was like Sofina, since Sofina was small, my boss at that time, who is still my boss, um, offered me to, to work with him on growing the private equity fund portfolio. So that means you will travel with me, with me and then travel alone. Are you ready to go to New York? Are you ready to go to San Francisco, the Silicon Valley to meet the GP in person? Oh yes, that was the, the, the great part. And so um, 15 years of experience, uh, a portfolio that has more, yeah, I think when I arrived, we were 200 million. Now, as I say, between three and, and 4 billion for the private equity fund portfolio. Um, working hard on a lot of things, different things, uh, but really the best experience. And I wish that I, Cross finger for the young one that uh, COVID will be out soon. The traveling are the, the really the best experience of uh, Sofina and, and the best offering. Uh, you know, when you spend days at the office, it's raining and you have to finalize an, a presentation or, or take a CSSF questionnaire and you say, oh no, I'm not done for that job. You plan for a trip to California, you meet a GP, often welcome you in something like a pyjama and yeah not joking you have in front of you guys that have done the greatest venture deals in the world uh, they have discovered the, the, the google they have discovered the whatsapp before it was sold to facebook this kind of deal they are in front of you they are nice guys they are not arrogant they are super passionate when they tell their story they, they have the chance to work in an environment like you know my picture um you come back you are super energized to do your work 
And um, yeah, and so for my colleagues on the front, working more on the direct to uh, meeting entrepreneurs in Asia, in Europe, in the US, that's really fantastic. And Sofina is quite a flat company. So the fact that we offer, you know, for the young one to be there at the meeting with the entrepreneur, um, I think it's a great experience and really, yeah, hardworking, but a great experience, great learning. Thanks, Stephanie, for sharing uh, so many details concerning your career and here a great combination of the right skills, the right momentum, the right network, and uh, see what a great success is coming out of it. That's fabulous. You highlighted also hard work and also humility. Uh, uh, any values you personally appreciate and respect, a little bit going into the same direction? I think honesty, you know, you know to, be, to, to be direct and honest, transparent to the people, uh, that's very important. So the trust um, and in our business, it, it, it's something, yeah, I, I really consider for me, for my colleague, for our business and in my private life too. Um, trust a great value for sure and uh, any advice you would like to give to young talents uh, since uh, we are all interested to attract more to luxembourg take take a step back um you have a, a long career uh, to come and a lot of things can happen and in this long career it's super important to there is a lot of discussion on that but i think it's important to leave it not say it to, to keep a good work-life balance. Um, and we have all to work on that, uh, all to make sure that the, the team has a real work-life balance. And perhaps a special word for the, for the young woman. Um, it's challenging. You will have to be uh, a superman, a superwoman, a super professional. Um, but so please make sure, do not forget to be first um, a, a super yourself. Um, that's very important. Um, and don't be afraid to be yeah, a mother and a professional. Um, so that's very important. And we, we try to, and I will try to, yeah, help the younger one on that. And uh, if you want, uh, Stephanie, we can also take another question from the Q&A where uh, somebody from the audience is asking, since not everybody could go to the best Ivy League uh, business schools, um, uh, how or what could they do in order then to be considered, to have a chance to, for example, join Sofina? Aha, hard question. I know. Um, I mean, we, we, we love diversity. Um, we love smart, smart people and, and smart people can, you know, diversity is not only gender, color, it's also different backgrounds and things like that. And we are open to that. Um, and I think also, yeah, in the front team, we have all um, business school education. Um, it's important, but you have always a little door open. And I think I, I, I can take perhaps the best example at Sofina or head of Asia uh, today. He, start in, he started in the 
as a business controller at Sofina. After two years, he jumped to the investment team. And then, yeah, we need somebody in Singapore. He, he went to Singapore and now he is, yeah, he's where he is, head of Asia, 30% um, of the asset of Sofina. So, you know, he, 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 he enter, I would say, a, a small door, but he's where he is. And uh, yeah, with patience, once again. So it remained possible. Ambitious and audacious person, certainly also withstand the required patience. Nice. Uh, did for you now personally, any specific leader or person inspire or motivate you? I, I have not specific people in mind and I will not make the long list of the you know, Barack Obama and things like that. Um, I'm often more inspired about the story of a woman, but uh, perhaps in the uh, 19th century, 20th century, a woman like uh, Simone Veil in France and not taking any time of political consideration, but the fact that she survived to the to the Nazi uh, and she become um, yeah a, a strong woman um, with is yeah sorry I missed the word but if you know Simone Veil you see what what I mean um, I love the type of woman uh, Simone de Beauvoir you know those women that yeah. Was that uh, is she a woman or a man? Uh, <laughs> and it was eighty years ago. I I, I love those stories. I it's it's a good sign that uh, yeah we can do it. Yes, we can. I love those stories. Fabulous and real examples. Um, on, since we are now a little bit uh, going into the uh, cultural parts, any book, series, podcast, or music you would like to recommend? I, I wanted to say it seriously, but I cannot. That I'm reading three professional books a week. You know, you you often see that on chat that I'm reading. Um, I'm not reading professional books, but uh, if you want uh, good uh, good notes, I, I can refer you to some of my colleagues. Um, I have one that spent nights tweeting with all the venture guy of the world so he can provide you with all the best consideration. Um, if I can recommend a series, of course, I will recommend Capitani, you know, uh, the Luxembourg series. I, I watch it. it. It's a good one, I should say. And on the books, I'm more a traditional one reading the, you know, I'm out of the business, uh, the Ken Follett, Le Maître, uh, those kind of things. Um, if I can recommend something else important for me, um, I'm meditating since uh, approximately yeah, 10 years now. And I, I'm surely one of the early user of the Luxembourg application Petit Bamboo. And uh, which has really well developed uh, since then. I think when I started, there were 10 things. Now you have hundreds of possible uh, meditating programs. And just a word for the people still thinking that meditating and is something like, uh, you know, bobo organic uh, dreaming. And 
not at all. I think if you make it seriously, if you read about it, uh, it's something you can really recommend to, to, to all the leaders of the world because it's something really, yeah, really helpful. Um, and if you are Cartesian, you can read. Um, it, it, it has a Cartesian part and it's out. So that's something I wanted to share. Both Petit Bamboo and certainly Capitani are uh, excellent success stories and also homemade, so that, that's great. I think uh, people were very inspired today, so we have a few questions for you, Stephanie. Yes. So let's uh, deep dive into that. First of all, what is a COVID fund, as you highlighted before? <clears throat> ah, so the, the COVID fund of Sofina, and of course on our website, you, you will find more information so we partner with um, uh, the Baudouin Foundation in, in Belgium is uh, very well known. We partner with them to find uh, the, the, the best uh, type of project, of course, mainly in healthcare and those types of things to support them. So I think I mentioned it was 20 million fund. And so it was Belgium, but project could come from Luxembourg too, or board member were well informed of that. Um, and we support a part in, in India too. And we have done some, like we are a, a strong investor in several companies in India. We have been also supportive of the difficulties uh, in India. Uh, Laurie also has been specifically curious today. So she wanted to know if COVID has uh, finally multiplied the number of deals or opportunities and have you started again to travel? So I do not think it's COVID specifically uh, who, who bring more deals, but uh, last year and this year has been really crazy since we invest more and more with, in partnership with our GP. So the, the people following the venture growth world, you probably see that venture GP that used to raise fund every two, three years they are now fundraising and investing fund in sometimes three months. So that means that in three months, they are doing 40 deals. Uh, that's a lot. So we see a true acceleration. We, we are super present with the actual um, valuation. Now I forgot the second part of the question, Stefan. Uh, it was the travel. The travel. Are you uh, all over Europe again, or, or is it still done? Digitally? Yeah, it, it, it's it's super slowly. I think for one or two specific deal with all very difficult measures, some people travel, but we cannot say that we have opened the travel again. Uh, I think it will take one, two, three months more. Probably waiting that uh, all the staff has received a vaccine. Uh, let's see, we have a specific COVID task force at Sofina to discuss that, but uh, it's not fully open. But we are all super eager to, to travel again. And from the LPA perspective, certainly also to organize uh, night events and meetups uh, with our community and members, for sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, we also have a quick question here. Um, would Sofina consider investing in distressed family companies needing a financial backup and restructuring, especially due to COVID? Uh, no. <laughs> um, 
No. So it, it, it's typically fast-growing business. Uh, investing is in distress, turnaround. Uh, it's not all cup of tea. There are special team for that, um, more LBO profile. Uh, so no, it's not Sofina's strategy. Thanks for your transparency, Stephanie. And also, um, somebody wanted to know about uh, the success of IPOs. Any, is it a good period right now? Any specific rules to take into account? Wow. <laughs> be a long story i think so and we should stop yeah here. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so, so, so for, for for the ipo i think we are in very successful gp with long story uh if they are launching a lot of ipo now it, it, it's that it's the right time uh does it mean that in, in a couple of months will be will come a, a, our time if i knew I will be a medium or something like that. So, yeah, I, I think, yes, it, it was a good timing. Now you can raise the question of SPAC. I know it's something you, you will discuss soon. Um, we are reviewing that. You know, we, we also learn uh, that's pretty recent. So we have also a question on that. For the time being, the, the IPO we have seen, the they have been very successful one. So let's, let's benefit from the, the, the good open window. Great. Thanks a lot again, uh, Stephanie, for taking the time for being with us today and for sharing so many insights. It was a wonderful session and uh, hope to see you soon. The audience also to you, thanks a lot for joining. And we'll just quickly finish our webinar today with the next events organized by the LPA. So next week we'll have a round table on AML framework with the CSSF and our AML technical committee chairs. In June, we'll also as highlighted then uh, talk about the stock exchange used as an exit strategy for private equity. We'll have our talents in a new episode of career adventure, following up with the job fair discussion. And also next month, we will then welcome Gilles Mougenot the CEO of Argos with you partners. Thanks a lot and see you soon.